days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first class ride across the web. Hey JJ, have you under- ah. Hey JJ, <laughs> have you ever wondered why we're actually here, or what it really means to be human? Uh, nah, not quite. But lately I have been wondering quite a bit about why when you chew mint gum, does water or any type of fluid just get like arctic colds? Welcome to What's Going On, everybody, where we, the, the podcast that makes you wonder about things you've never wondered about previously. So, Patrick, what uh, what do you think causes the uh, the the chilling temperatures of water after <laughs> chewing mint gum? Well, see, that's interesting that you say water because I almost feel like it's always like air is what I notice. Just like taking a deep breath, like mm. the air feels colder. I don't I know will if say... I really drink. Like I try not to drink while chewing gum because I feel like that just makes you lose the flavor of the gum. Sorry. Yeah. Random no, no, it's tangent, all good. But... No, I got you. I would definitely agree with the air thing as well. So it So it's got to be something just, that like coats your tongue, like some sort yeah. of, I don't know, flavoring. But why why mint? I was going to say does it, it doesn't happen with like fruity gum for you, does it? I'm not a fruity guy. So I, No. I, uh, no, not really. At, okay. Does it happen with mint tea for you? I don't think so. But uh, is that because I mean, it's shit. warm? Yeah, it might be because it's warm. I don't I don't think I've have ever had like a cold mint tea before. Have you have you ever just eaten a mint leaf? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Fairly recently. <laughs> uh a couple of weeks ago. Shit. Maybe it was more like a month and a half ago or, or something like that. I was over at a friend's place and we were drinking a handful of mojitos, but she just had this like humongous like bag of like fresh mint leaves. And she was like, why don't you just eat one? And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll try it. And I actually enjoyed it. So I almost used it as like a little bit of a snack. I just like chewed on them for a little bit. Very, uh, very strong flavor. Yeah. <laughs> so did you notice the same effect? I don't know. I feel like the mint itself. It's I, not what's doing it. It could be. I mean, I'm not too sure. I think like uh, the flavor was just so intense that it... I, I I don't know. I feel like it masks everything else. And the, I was also drinking it with uh like an ice cold like uh beverage as well. So I feel like I should have noticed it, but I don't think I really did. So hmm. do you think it's something with like mint and gum then? It it's got to be. It's got to be something that they add into the gum. I would yeah, I would have to assume. I have that no idea. that's my guess. That's my guess just based on our reasoning here. All right, mints and gum, somehow the weird combo is what's doing it. All right, let's go ahead and type it on in. Why does mint gum make water colder or just anything colder, I guess? <laughs> wow, this is actually a very Oh, that's one thing, question. too. Peppermint candy. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Does that make a lot colder? It could, maybe. I, I feel, feel like, like it. Yeah, I feel like it does. Maybe not like uh, candy canes or something, but like those little like peppermints. Hmm. Okay. So the first thing that I'm seeing, kind of the peppermint thing you're talking about, the peppermint and gum contains an ingredient called menthol, and menthol itself is a cooling agent. And when it comes in contact with any kind of liquid, 
it has a chemical reaction like a chemical reaction that creates a cooling sensation so that probably explains why immediately like when you know you slap some gum inside your you know salivating mouth that it just kind of immediately cools down a little bit. But huh. what about so with water? menthol? Eh? So I know there are menthol cigarettes. Is that the same thing that's being used in both of them? I'm assuming, yeah, because I'm pretty hmm. sure that like yeah, menthol cigarettes has like a it's like a minty like flavor that kind of like comes with it. Yeah, I would assume it's the same menthol. Also, okay, so menthol also activates a protein in your mouth that's uh, the transient receptor potential cation channel subfamily m member eight (laughs) (laughs) or the trp m8 uh and that is also a cold receptor that sends the like it's getting cold here in my mouth to your brain so (laughs) so you're already putting a cooling agent inside of your mouth and then that cooling agent is also activating an extra receptor that is going off in your mouth now. So then you put some type of like liquid or anything in there and you're basically getting a like double whammy of like cold signals that are being sent to your brain. Hmm. Who the fuck figured that out? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, who figured out the TRPM8 protein channel or <laughs> family... <laughs> <laughs> and figuring out that that it, it sends cold signals to your brain honestly how do you what test what i don't know but i think it's interesting that apparently scientists think that uh mint produces menthol in order for a way to have deterred predators from eating it in the past but now we hmm. purposely consume it because it has that effect (laughs) so it looks like mint messed up a little bit there it mutated trying to defend itself and we're like "Mm, that shit's good (laughs) thank you i mean i could understand that like if you're like out in the wild you put something in your mouth you start tingling and you're like cold and shit you're like oh my god (laughs) i wouldn't eat yeah they they say the same thing about uh chilies and the like Mm, spicy stuff that makes sense interesting that's super cool, actually. Well, we were kind of close. I mean, mint, uh, mint contains uh, something. Well, that... See, that's what I wonder. Is like, I feel like there's so many other mint things that don't actually have that same effect, uh, or maybe well, I, I wonder, just don't notice it. Is there different mints, or is it only like menthol that like provides minty flavor? Uh, we'll probably get into like, oh, there there are different types of mint, like peppermint, mm. spearmint. Apparently, there's pineapple mint. Corn mint. <laughs> what the fuck? We're bringing it back. Horse mint. <laughs> Who knew there were so many mints? I didn't think that those were actually all different mints. I assumed that it was just different flavors. Yeah, now... That's pretty interesting. Now I'm curious as to what the difference is. But what was the first I feel like mint? that's a... Yeah. <laughs> Types of mint. Question I never thought I'd be asking. Holy shit, there's so many mints, actually. Oh, my God. If you just type in types of mint, there's literally, like, it pops up. There's, like, fucking, I'm looking at, like, 30 pictures right now of all just different mints that are, like, sitting in the same family. That's crazy. Do you think they all started from one original mint plant that, like, had the menthol development happen and then probably, like, grew from there? I would assume. So, apparently, there are different levels of menthols in the mints Hmm. with peppermint having the highest oh snap 
Peppermint is bomb. Sometimes as much as four times the amount in as in spearmint. Holy which shit. I think is what is used in gum. Yeah, there's also peppermint flavored uh, gum as well. Uh, mm. I know Trident's got some pretty solid peppermint gum sponsored right there. Um. <laughs> yeah, you used to be a gum fiend, like throwing oh, like dude. ten pieces in your mouth at a time. I still am, like not not as much as like that, but I still go out and and get mint gum all the time, dude. That was fucking crazy. I like I don't know why I just would never spit out gum and I would just keep slapping it in there. I almost felt like because the flavor lasted so much longer with all of the gum in there, dude. Yeah, I would chew gum for like hours on end throughout the school day, and then <laughs> by the end of the fucking day, I just had a huge ass wad in my fucking mouth and my jaw would be sore. <laughs> oh, I think I don't know if this is true, but I remember. I I don't know if you ever heard this like. Uh, it's not a wives' tale or anything like this, but the saying that if you like chew mint gum while you're studying, and then it, you like chew mint gum during a test or something like that, it actually like somehow there's a, some some study done that it said that it actually like helps with like memory retention. Yeah, I wonder that's why. some sort of like uh like when you're in the same state. I'm pretty sure there have been a lot of studies like with caffeine and stuff like that too. Is if you like really caffeinate up when you're studying, which was was my technique in college. I just get super soft on some caffeine, and then during the test, I'd do the same thing. I'd just be <laughs> sitting there like super hyped up, just writing as fast as I can. I think it works. Interesting, huh? Uh, I hope so. Last thing I want to say about chewing gum in general, I I got off topic a little bit, but apparently chewing gum causes you to bloat a decent amount (laughs) Uh, because while you're chewing gum, it causes you to swallow a bunch of like extra little air that is like trapped in your mouth as you're like breathing. So that leads to a little bit of abdominal bloating, but you're while you're chewing it tricks your brain into thinking that food is coming and so it starts producing a bunch of like enzymes in your stomach and you know everywhere else to be able to start breaking it down but as like no food keeps coming down it actually causes too much like stomach acid to like build up in your stomach i was gonna say it actually happened to me today that i feel like if i chew mint gum long enough i actually get like i've been starting to get like really nauseous in my stomach if i don't like eat something that's probably why. I don't know if anyone else has that, but holy shit. It it actually feels really bad, and I feel super out of it. See, that makes you know. me wonder. You you ever hear that gum stays in your stomach for like seven years if you That's swallow such a it? fucking lie. I know, but I'm just I'm just curious now. No, there's I'm pretty sure it it comes out like regular digestion. Like I don't think it stays in your stomach. Yeah, it just any... moves relatively intact through your digestive system. Yeah, okay. But on very rare occasions where large amounts of gum have been swallowed, uh, apparently it's blocked intestines in children. Oh, Jesus. So uh, have to don't, don't let your kids the... swallow a lot of gum. They'd probably have to swallow as much gum as you chew. That's what I was thinking. Like, And the thing is that it'd have to be relatively like close together, like each swallowed piece or yeah. just a shit ton because that's, the... <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> don't swallow gum just fucking spit it out oh, is is gum uh decomposable no i don't think so i think that's why in like singapore like you can get jail time for spitting gum onto the street 
Really? I will look it up to confirm that fact, but I feel like I remember that from somewhere. Oh, shit. Yeah, gum doesn't biodegrade. That is not good. How long does it normally take then? Holy shit. That's actually really bad. How did we get to gum? This is going to be a much longer episode than we intended for it. But yeah, uh, did you also hear that? I, I think my mom was the one that told me this. Uh, so I don't know if it's true. I haven't looked it up at all. But I think before gum, people would just chew on wax. Hmm. I'm fairly certain. Is gum like some sort of like rubber or what? What is gum? But yes, uh, uh, to confirm, Singapore, you can. So according to the Singapore statutes online, the punishment for smuggling gum into the country. So I guess you can't even have it Jesus. in the country. <laughs> is up to two years in jail or a hundred thousand dollar fine. Wow, interesting. <laughs> Holy shit. There was a fucking 6,000-year-old chewing gum uh, that was found uh, in Finland, and it was actually just birch bark tar uh, that some dude was chewing on and had, like, tooth imprints and just, like, spat it out. And it fucking lasted that long that someone actually... I don't know. How did you, wow. how did like, did someone find that? You know, and they're like, see, oh, yeah, I always that's... look at those things. I'm like, <laughs> how would you know that that's like an old artifact and not just like, I don't know, a piece of shit a rock in the ground or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, nasty. This fucking article says that Eskimos <laughs> prefer chewing on blubber. Oh, oh, it's disgusting. Oh, man. We could actually get really dive down deep into fucking gum, like what, what gum actually is. I, I don't um fuck i feel like there's this like there's some type of ingredient that's in gum oh was it called xan- yeah. xanthan gum xan i think xan- that's a type i know that's in um, a lot of food i think it's used to make uh, or i think it's, it's made like to make things like thicker bonding agent yeah yeah okay. yeah so apparently before world war Two, chewing gum was made of a substance called oh geez i don't know how to say this chai coal I don't know, but apparently it's a latex sap that comes from s- sapodilla tree. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's, it's always basically trees. it's basically a form of rubber. So I guess I was kind of right before when I was wondering if it was rubber. But then after World War II, they made like it artificially, I guess. Okay. So synthetic rubbers. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Delicious. That's what I wanted to fucking hear. <laughs> oh, okay. So I also was looking into what my mom was talking about. And around 1850, a lot of gum was made from paraffin wax. Uh, and it actually became one of the most popular like types of gum. So maybe they were chewing some type of wax back then. But huh. chewing gum is fucking old, actually. A lot older than I assumed. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Wrigley Jr., the old classic mint. That's what I'm talking about. No, you got to go with Juicy Fruit. Come on. Oh, I can't. I'm not a fruity gum guy. It just, it's fucking weird. I wonder why that is. Why some people really, I feel like there's a really big difference between fruity gum and like mint gum chewers. And I don't know why, but I feel like you either kind of do one or the other. You don't really do both. Like, do you ever go out and like just get mint gum? Do you get gum in general? Do you chew a lot? Do you uh, chew bro? Not anymore. <laughs> I, I chewed a lot in school. I felt like, I don't know. <laughs> Kept me, kept me awake, I guess. Gave me yeah. something to do in class. Something but to focus on. Not really too much anymore. I do it a lot when I'm running. I don't know how you do that. I feel like I would swallow that. I tried before, 
and yeah. I like could barely breathe. I hated it. <laughs> I think that's the problem is fucking uh when I chew, like especially mint gum. Oh my god, I salivate so much with mint gum, it's ridiculous. So like that's kind of annoying and I have to spit a decent amount at the beginning, but then like over time as my mouth gets used to it, it just kinda I don't know, it feels good. I can just smack away while I'm fucking running or working out. I feel like it just helps me focus too. Yeah, apparently it's, it's been so shown to increase flow of saliva which helps clean teeth and cut back on plaque buildup between meals. Ooh. Dentist approved. So you're taking good care of your teeth, I guess. I wish my dentist would agree. <laughs> <laughs> every time I go to the dentist, I like act, I like I've been flossing a shit ton brushing my teeth, but every time I like go back and it's just like, "Oh, another cavity." And you're like, "Nice, dude." Yeah, that's a whole um, other thing, too. And then they stab you straight in the gums, and they're like, why uh, are you bleeding? It's like, you stabbed me. Yeah. I actually think uh, my doctor recommended that I get a grind guard, actually, because it looks like my teeth have gotten a lot of like wear and tear for like how old I am. And he said that one thing that really could be like making my teeth a lot worse is because I've just been grinding a lot in my sleep. Um, hmm. Yeah, I never would have thought that, but it makes sense as to why my teeth have kind of always been pretty shitty growing up but what can you do go to the dentist get your teeth cleaned it's important i feel like out of all health i feel like dental health is probably the one that like a majority of us are all lacking in yeah i agree because like there's, there's been so many nights where i was like i don't know buzzed or something back in the day like fuck it i'm not gonna brush my teeth like <laughs> the fucking most like like simplest act just yeah. like moving your hand back and forth for a couple of minutes and you're just like oh fuck. or you just fall asleep early and then you just don't do it yeah but. yeah yeah whatever oh man i'm looking up old gum and it's bringing back some some memories you remember that bubble tape by hubba bubba oh dude do i I haven't oh, thought about God. that in so long i wonder when they discontinued that that's pretty good though that's pretty good i feel like juicy fruit was a fucking throwback remember like those tiny little sleeves of it you know that had like five yeah. pieces yep. i feel like that's when you like mostly got it oh shit you ready for this throwback you remember those fucking like tins of uh i don't know how to describe it it was like a tin of gum that had like 50 pieces of it uh it was it, i think it was like ouch gum or something or or the zebra gum you know what i'm talking about where you would take the wrappers and like put them on your tongue and it would leave like a temporary tattoo i do not remember that no what to do the zebra gum or i think i'm saying it wrong i think maybe you would lick it and then you would press it on your skin and then it would leave a temporary tattoo yeah i think nope. that's what it you, you know you zebra gum? more gum experiences in your life oh, than dude, I, have, I guess i fucking have Oh shit! Bazooka, bazooka. I Joe thought you were gonna little... say Big League Chew. Oh, don't even get me fucking started on <laughs> Big League Chew, dude. <laughs> fucking Big League Chew. Holy. Oh my god, my dad's gonna love this one. But fucking Quench Gum. Oh, remember we used to have a. Saying, I love I Quench Gum, but it's just the so. Flavor. Yeah, the flavor is so intense, but it lasts for like two and a half seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's gone within, like, the first minute. It's so good, but just did not fucking last. We had a fucking saying for the longest time, because, like, quench gums, like, phrase was uh, thirst your, or or quench your, God, I fucking almost fucked it up already. (laughs) It's called uh, quench your thirst, but I'm a fucking moron, and I could never say, I still can't, any, like, phrase or anything correctly, and so I would say thirst your quench, 
And I think you fucking died laughing the first time I fucking said that. And so we said that for years afterwards. Yeah, I love it too because you always say it with such confidence. Like it's the right way to say it. And then you hear it from someone else and you're like, oh, wait, that's not at all right. Like you just have to have someone repeat it to you. It's like you don't even listen to what you're saying. You're just you're just talking and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That sounds about right. Holy shit. Oh, my God, really going down a fucking rabbit hole here. Yeah, I think we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, wait, last thing, last thing. The gum wall in Seattle. That's kind of gross, right? Like, that's kind of gross. I don't remember it. Where is that in Seattle? What? Did what did we had to have checked it out? It's like I where Pike's so. place, where Pike's place is. There's that whole market, and it's literally like right below it. Like right below it to the side is like a little alleyway. It's remember where like we went to the uh, the stand up comedy show, right? Yeah, or not stand up. Uh, the improv, yeah. Yep. Like the yep. improv, like entrance is on the gum wall. Oh, okay. I guess I was so, not paying attention, but yeah, well, that's pretty it, like, gross. There's, like, no way you can miss it. It's just, like, thousands upon thousands of pieces of gun that's all just, like, stuck there. What a weird tradition. I wonder, like, why that got started. I don't know. Just became popular, and people are just like, yeah, yeah. But why I mean, it's like, like why do wall? people put gum under desks? Because uh, you don't want to throw it away, and you're a lazy fucker. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real reason. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. I don't really know. No, the gum wall is such a weird tourist attraction. Wow, it actually is not that, it's really not that old of a tradition. When do you think that gum wall started? Uh, now that you say that, I don't know, like 2010? Oh, no. Okay, no. That is <laughs> older than that. <laughs> One more guess. 1990. Oh, very close, very close. Actually, 1993. Huh. And it, ironically, the fucking uh, improv show that we went to, it's because of them. The, it's called Unexpected Productions. I, I think it might have a new name now. I think it's called the Market Theater. When they were done with like performances and stuff, they would like stick gum on that wall and then they would place like a bunch of like coins and stuff like currency on the like wall as like almost like a like a tip for like good shows or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and think that happened like one or two times and they actually got a decent amount of like coins on there and the theater workers like scraped the gum off like twice but uh, officially like gave up because people just like kept doing it because people (laughs) thought it was funny (laughs) and now it's like literally known as a tourist attraction that's so fucking funny <laughs> Rated number one of the top five germiest tourist attractions in the United States. Makes sense. <laughs> oh man, it's probably yeah. so much COVID on there. Hell yeah, dude. You think people are still putting gum on there now? Probably, probably some morons. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. it. Someone's dumb enough to do it. I mean, maybe not. Like, if you have COVID, you're probably not out and about. But uh, I don't know. It might be. Yeah, maybe. All right. People don't really give a shit. <laughs> And on a down, <laughs> on a depressing note, we're gonna end the episode. <laughs> Thanks for tuning yeah. in, guys. <laughs> I think we'll have to get deeper into the history of gum because there's a lot here. Yeah, I mean, shit. This is supposed to only be a handful of minutes, and we've almost talked about it for a half hour. So, yeah. history of gum, it's coming now. Yeah, you Thanks didn't know for you needed it. The intro. Yeah. Listening to the intro. <laughs> we could just do this as a part one. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Appreciate it, guys. Hope you guys are having a great day, and thanks for listening. Are we done yet? Oh, <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Write and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.